This is the Iconic Wealth Women podcast with me, Kylie Anderson, empowering visionary female entrepreneurs from around the globe to develop their business and wealth strategies so they grow their income, make more impact and influence others along the way. Let's build your legacy and make a difference today. Welcome back to the podcast show. Uh, It's so awesome to have you here, wherever you're tuning in from around the globe. So I want to talk to you today about the impact of what are some of the quick things you can do to hack your income? So what is that? What do I mean? So basically, when I talk to a lot of people, when I'm coaching, when I'm talking to mainly coaches and service-based businesses about growing their business, what I hear a lot of the time is I'm busy, busy, busy. I've got all this doing on. I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing this. Um, And what I see and what I notice a lot of is they're busy doing busy work because it's the stuff they potentially enjoy doing or worse still, they um, avoid the things that they need to do. So what I always say, are you spending time doing things that are killing the growth of your business? So we all know we love to deliver. We're coaches, we're consultants, we're service-based professionals. We love what we do. We're trained. We enjoy what we do. That's why we started our businesses in the first place, for sure. Um, Because we want to spend time helping people, don't we? Most of us want to help people. We want to change people's lives. We want to create transformations. But what happens is we get into this busy mode of doing things that do that doing stuff that doesn't move your business forward. And that could be, by the way, outsourcing it to someone else. But what we need to be aware of is what are the things that move your business forward? So there's a few things I want you to start to do. I want you to start to do a quick diary analysis of what you have been thinking about. What are the things that you're doing in a daily activity? So I want you to start to notice what are your daily activities? What do you do when you first get up? What do you do first in your business? How are you spending your time during the day? So I want you to think about things like, are you checking emails? Are you running um, errands? Like, are you speaking? Are you connecting with your testimonials? Like, what are you doing on a daily basis for your business? And I want you to have a look at the activities. And what we're looking at is what types of activities in your business move your business forward faster. So if you want to hack your income, do more of what gets you results. So when I used to run a really big sales office in London, um, my boss used to go crook at me, used to be really mad at me because um, two of my sales staff never did their paperwork. They were terrible at paperwork. And my boss used to come in and say to me, Kylie, when are you going to discipline these guys? When are you going to get them to do their paperwork? And I always used to turn around and say to him, never. And he would look at me dumbfoundedly. He's like, why? You know, they should be doing it. Everyone else has to do it. And I said, because they're our top earners. They do 80% of the income in this office. Um, And the last thing I'm going to do is bog them down with work or activities that A, they're not very good at, B, it doesn't serve them, and C, it doesn't serve our income, our bottom line. So I used to get my assistant to spend two hours a week doing their paperwork. And he used to get so annoyed with it. And I was like, yeah, but who hits their sales targets every month? We do as a team. So again, I want you to really start to think about is what are the activities that move your business forward faster? So if you want to hack your income, if you want to grow your income, start doing the activities that get you results. So um, there was a um, Peter Drucker's famous quote is, if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. So you need to do an analysis first. And it's a pain in the neck. It's nothing fun. Um, you know, I don't like to do sometimes, sometimes you've got to do the work to get the results. So you've got to do an analysis of your, do an average week. So I want you to do an average week analysis and start to look at where do you spend your time? 
how are you getting up like what's your first things that you do before lunch what are you doing after lunch do you have set days a week so like my Mondays and Tuesdays are normally my call days Wednesdays quite often is a day for me to work on my own business Thursdays and Fridays I leave relatively clear if I can for VIP days or for coaching uh, additional sort of um, calls that I want to make like things that I'm proactively doing like podcasts things like that so where are you spending your time and I want you to do a quick order of what are the, is is the 80-20 rule? So it's 80% activities equal 20% of your revenue. So what are the low-yielding type of activities you need to look out for? So if you do your audit, you want to review it and you want to start to think about is are you checking your emails? So I was just talking to a girl this morning about checking emails, but we're talking about doing it only two times out of the day. So you might do a quick check-in in the morning just to check your emails, then you turn it off, you get out of it because – Emails is a very reactory thing. So you're reacting to other people. You're not actually um, focused on your activities that get you results. So um, check your emails only maybe twice a day. Do it in the morning and then do it late afternoon so you've still got time to respond unless you're waiting for something urgent, of course. But most of the time, most emails can wait. So again, when are you checking emails? Um, are you running errands? Are you doing customer support? Is there admin things that you're doing you shouldn't be doing? Um, things like cleaning around the house, writing proposals, managing your diary. Are, are there things that you can get rid of so that you can do more of the things that gets you results? And some of those things that get people better results for their income are speaking. Can you get in front of other people's audiences? Can you get out there and speak more? Because if you speak more, you're likely to get more sales. Um, making sales calls, yes, picking up that phone. The amount of time I talk to people that are waiting for sales to come in. So are you making sales calls? Are you dropping people messages? Are you connecting? Are you starting conversations with people that have either shown any sort of interest in what you do? What are you doing to get that happening? Um, and yes, it's great to have systems for it. And as you grow, you can have other people doing this and all that sort of stuff. But if you're still in growth phase in your own business, these are the things that you need to be doing. Are you collecting your testimonials? So again, do a quick testimonial audit. Have you got testimonials from your last three clients? If you haven't, go back and chase them. Go back and get it organized. Are you creating, obviously, video content, any sort of content to move your business forward to get noticed? Um, now, building sales funnels, I say, is a um, activity if you've already got clients coming in. So again, don't get bogged down with building sales funnels. If you don't, have a simple one that maybe brings you in leads and start a conversation with those leads. So one of the things I like to do is I'll create like a quick checklist. I'll do something that's really valuable to them. So I'm about to do a business planning one because um, I've got a really good business planning workshop. I'm about to um, release my one page business plan, which I've never released publicly before. And um, that, so that's a value because it brings people in that are interested in the strategy. They're interested in business planning. So as people join that list, I can then start conversations with them. So again, what are you doing to bring people onto your list? So list building is one of those business activities. Um, ideally, you want to do it with paid people if you can, if you're at that stage where you've got a bit of an audience. Um, ideally, you want to be charging even if it's lower ticket, like a $27 workshop, um, maybe a $7 book or something like that. But you're bringing people in onto your list so that you can start conversations with them because and you can build a relationship and you can make sales so again I say list building rather than funnel building because um, a lot of people get bogged down with too many funnels and it's just like it stops your growth sometimes um, and creating valuable content like are you running a webinar are you doing a workshop are you 
um, writing your book? Like what's the things that you're doing that are going to get a high yield? So I want you to start to hack your business so that you can actually get better growth. Um, so, and the only way to do that, by the way, is to understand your numbers. Like I said, I find it quite disheartening sometimes when I realise that on, most entrepreneurs I speak with um, have annual goals that they can't hit because they've got no focus on what their numbers are to actually hit that goal. Um, they don't necessarily track anything, so they're not tracking any conversions, they're not tracking anything that they're doing. So, of course, what happens with that is you end up um, doing busy work for the sake of busy work, so it's not necessarily getting you the results that you want to go um, and like I said, um, based on Peter Drucker's thing is you can't measure it, you can't improve it. So how do you improve something if you can't measure it? And again, sometimes we have to do that and take a step back and look at our activities. What activities are we doing? Where are we spending our time? Where are we bogged down? Um, and one of my favourite things to do is to create what I call a no list. Um, so this is building a not to do list. So what are the activities that you're not to do anymore? How can you get away from that? How can you stop saying yes to things and start saying no to things or they're low yielding so you're going to pass them on? Um, delegating, starting to build your team out, even if it's like having a VA an hour a day that does something that you're not meant to do. Start smaller but build into having someone else to manage it over. So I've done that with my operations person. I really wanted to create some systems and some processes in my business because um, I wasn't allowing myself to grow and scale because I didn't have the systems and processes in place. So she's come in, she started really just a couple of hours a week. Now it's going to full time in April and she's slowly been developing her hours with me as my business has grown and as we've got those systems in place, it's freeing up more of my time to do more of the things. So of course my income is growing. So remember, start to think about what are the daily activities with high yielding results. So what are your activities? And it will vary for every business um, in relation to what you do. Some people, it could be networking. Um, networking, I love to a certain degree, but then I also do believe that um, you should have some systems in place that brings in leads at the same time. So you're doing a bit of both. You're building your list while you're building a network. But again, think about your referral partners. You get some referrals like where do you get your business from? So I talked the other week around doing a client audit checklist. So think about where's your latest income come from? How have you got that income? What activities were you doing to secure that income? If you want to hack your income growth, so there's two things you've got to do is one, look at what's working and do more of it. Secondly, is to take the time to work on your business rather than in your business. So quite often, the reason our income doesn't grow is because we don't take a step back or to the side and give ourselves space to work on our businesses. So you need to um, allocate some time, whether that's working on. So what I tend to do is I can get very, very quickly bogged down with a lot of my client work. I love my clients. I can get involved in their businesses even more. And I do loads of stuff that I probably shouldn't do, but I enjoy it. And I work with them to really grow their businesses. But what I always do is I have a day a week where I work on my own stuff. So I always protect that time as much as possible. The only time that that goes out the window is with a VIP day or a speaking gig. So have some protected time where you're working for on your business and things in your business. That could be recruiting someone. It could be creating a process or a system to make something work faster and easier. It could be creating a new product or a program or a way to sell a product or program. So make sure you have time allocated in your diary 
to work on your business. And that should include tracking some of your numbers. So making sure you're tracking your metrics so that you can see the results that you're getting. So you can take some analysis from those results and go, well, hang on a second. You know, this seems to be converting really well over here. So, for example, I've got one of my clients has a lead magnet that's converting at 85% at the moment in. I said, brilliant. But how many of those are converting to buyers? And we couldn't tell that. So we need to track through. Reason being is great having a lead magnet that's bringing 80% of customers onto your list. But then if they're not taking any steps further with you, there's a gap. There's something going wrong in between. So you can then quickly adjust that to even if you increase your bottom line by one, like one shift in a funnel or a, um, I should have a diagram for this to show you, but one small shift in one area of your business, whether it's sales, whether it's decreasing your cost, um, whether it's decreasing your income, your cost of goods sold, if you have cost of goods sold, um, or just changing one one element like um, 100 more visitors into your funnel or um, 1% conversion rate in your sales conversions can make a 25% change to your profits on your bottom line. So again, the small incremental changes you make across your business can massively affect the profits of your business. So have a look at the activities. Do a quick order of your activities for the week. What are you doing? Where do you spend your time? Where should you create a not-to-do list? It's so important. And then start to look at going, okay, well, that's working. How can we do more of that? Um, so identify the activities that are getting you the results. So hack your business in relation to um, making sure that you're as productive as you can be. But like I said, always allow time to work on your business as well as in your business. And then start to look at. So I've just done all my numbers and I've looked at that if I just increase my top level. So mine at the moment is lead gen. I need more lead generation. I'm really good at sales. I'm really good at closing. I'm really good at um, conversion rates. No problems whatsoever. So my goal at the moment is just increase my list more. I'm just not doing as much list building because I'm always working on my client stuff. So list building is the key for me at the moment. It's increase my list more. So what can I do to do that? I'm already setting up a lead form ad. I'm literally creating a new lead magnet around a um, plan that I have uh, and a small product that I have. So I'm going to create another low-end product to put out there. So that I know is the gap that I've got right now. My conversions are brilliant. So what's your gap in your business? Where do you need to do that? Where can you improve that gap? So that, and like I said, small percentages can massively improve your bottom line. So for example, do you need to work on your sales conversion? So do you get good leads in? Do you get enough clients to talk to, but then you're not converting the business? Maybe you need to work on your sales conversion because again, if you just increase that by one or 2% as a sales conversion, you can massively affect your bottom line over the year. So Quick activity for me today um, in relation to this, and I love that you're tuned in because you know I love to give these small, um, intimate business tips in relation to business growth. If that's the side of the reason you're on Iconic, um, we know we talk about long-term wealth here. We know we talk about strategically making your money work harder. And you know I love to give literally tips and hints around business hacking. So how can you hack your business for growth in that regard? Um, and you know I love high ticket versus low ticket, but again, they all have a place. So activities activities is your focus this week what activities are you doing where are you spending your time what's working what's not working what do you need to put on the non on the not to do list and what can you do more of to increase your bottom line that's it for me i look forward to tuning in on the next episode and i'll see you soon bye for now 
Thank you for listening to the Iconic Wealth for Women podcast with me, Kylie Anderson, available on Amazon Music, Spotify, iTunes, and all good podcast listening providers. If this episode has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend or leave a review. And don't forget to grab any downloads below. Thank you.